Hey, what's up, guys? This is Finn. And this is Heather. And welcome back to a brand new episode of The Best You Nation. Where we're here focused on managing your drive so that way you can optimize the 24 hours that you have in a day and live elevated. Make sure to follow us and subscribe to our podcast on all of your favorite platforms. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of The Best You Nation with both your hosts, Finn, myself, and Adler. Yes, that was, for, for a second, you confused me for a second. Finn, myself, and Adler. I was like, oh, okay, all right. Oh, no, I had to, I had to make sure I put the gap in between so you knew it's yes. Finn, myself, and Finn. Adler. Yeah, myself. Finn, this guy, yes. How are you guys yeah. doing? We, yeah, we hope you guys are doing awesome. Uh, you know, it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the holiday season. And if you guys haven't caught on yet, Adler and I have had this, like, back and forth conversation about how, like, we've kind of speed bumped past uh, Thanksgiving a little bit and kind of like launched right into Christmas. Like, phew. so uh, before we get going, I just want to say, first of all, this is kind of the week, right? This is, this will happen after the week of Thanksgiving. No, no, just kidding. It is the week of Thanksgiving. Um, our recording schedule has been a little crazy, but that's okay. Um, but before we get going, you know, I want to, first of all, say, Adler, how are you, man? I want to ask you how you're doing, how's life, how's, uh, well, you, you, right now you're currently in a different part of the country again. You're just traveling around, celebrating Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. How are you doing, my friend? How, how's, how's everything with you? Um, I'm good, man. Um, outside of uh, the, you know, the coldness and the snow, um, you know, it's, everything's been okay. You know, just trying to keep warm at this point. Like, it's like, uh, right now it's like 20 degrees and uh it's a real harsh wind right now so uh i'm ready to get back to california or florida whichever one uh anything that's warmer than this <laughs> the wind chill, listen the wind chill will change the entire experience oh yeah for sure man it's it was like miserable this morning um well uh today you know today's sunday woke up went to church and then i was just like instantly like oh okay Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, this is us. I can't. I don't know if you can see if it's backwards or not, but it's 55 degrees with rain. I can handle. handle it's that. just it's gross. It's rainy. It's like it reminds me of Germany because Sandra always gets me for that saying that. But it's just gross. But then look, look at the temperatures. It goes back up to 83 on Friday. Wonderful. It's of that, November. I love that. Wonderful. This is why Florida is the greatest state in, in all of the United States. That's hey, I said it. I said it. Fight me, debate me, guys. <laughs> well, I can't jump through the screen to fight or debate you because I, I feel like Florida, I don't know, maybe it's just because I was I grew up in a different part of the world and I'm used to seasons where it's like cold, it's warm, it's hot. Not really hot, it, but it's be completely, I'll be honest with you. Seasons are overrated. Give me back summer all year round. Nah, I, I'll, I'll, switch I'll switch with you then. <laughs> I, I love being shirtless like half like half the year, just shirtless in a tank top, shorts. You know, just relaxing. <laughs> you like that that feet smell, the sweat rolling down your back, and see, feet. I like I like being able to go. No, my dad describes Florida as a feet smelling state because of like the moisture and the humidity, and you just think about your toes That's and for. Literally hate that example of the moisture. You just think of the 
the wetness between your toes, I should probably just pause and just stop right there and not continue. People are probably like, gross right now. But no, it just, it's so funny because when we would fly from Germany for the holidays, we would come here and it would be freezing cold in Germany, we'd come here and it literally, the humidity would slap you in the face, you'd start sweating, but it smelled like someone didn't wash your feet for a few days. It has like that really funky smell. I don't know, it's, it's kind of weird. weird. One way to do it. Yeah. But um, <laughs> no, man, I'm super excited. Obviously, this episode will drop on the week of Thanksgiving. Monday. And yep. what, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you planning on doing for Thanksgiving? Is there anything special that you're doing? Is there anything that you're cooking? Is there anything that you're going to pull out of your, uh, like, I guess I couldn't, this pop culture reference, pull out of your hat? Because apparently I didn't know what that was a few weeks ago. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, uh, I'm going to be working. Um, I'm, I'm actually, ah. going to, um, Thanksgiving day, Friday, that Saturday. Um, and then I'm also working Christmas and I think I have new year's off, so we'll see. Um, I have to figure out when I'm going to come back, um, to Florida. So, Dang. Um, I'll, I'll see if I can get like a week in between, but I, I ended up extending a contract out here. So, um, I signed that this week um and uh or this this past week and so i'm gonna be out in california until uh, probably like marchish and then um after that hopefully i can get an extended vacation um i have some family that's talking about going to jamaica since finn didn't want to go to jamaica i guess i'll do it for him <laughs> yeah well there was some other logistical parts of that that kind of put yeah. that you're going well, to new york but- has to do New York and Christmas time, so that's right. Hey, we're actually well, we're talking about another trip in spring. Um, got a couple places in mind, okay. and it's one thing I would just want to touch base on is just it's really nice being like I know last week that it said it sucks to be an adult. There's just like this one part of being an adult that's really fun, and or that I love is that you, when you plan something and you can go and do it, and you're paying for it you know like it used to be like i remember when my parents would pay for something for a flight it feels so good to be able to pay for your flight from one city or one state or one part of the world to another and that's a really good feeling to me personally um and so like it's just like something that we were pondering about the other day like cassandra thought the same thing about going to colorado when we went during spring break it's like being able to pay to go to the broadmoor versus a time maybe when she was younger i think she had said that her parents paid for the Broadmoor stay because that's was a family trip. So it's, it's a very, if there's anything that is fun about adulting or becoming or being an adult is that you can, you can your own dreams and generate whatever it is that you want to do. Like New York was just a thought. I mean, if I sit here right now and I show you this, I can't, I don't mind doing this, but just to, to give you an idea, this is our New York itinerary. Everything we've been planning for the last couple, these are all the restaurants, by the way, that she's got on her list and our passes for some of the places. But yeah, I know you're going to judge me after this episode. You're like, what the heck were you thinking, Stephen? But no, not- this is all of our information. Uh, we know. Um, but it's, it's happening. Yeah, I mean, it's happening. Like these are things we put down. Um, just these are things that we've already paid for, took care of uh, as far as flights, hotels, and you know, different things that we're doing. We're waiting yep. to hear back from the Jimmy Fallon uh, late night show to see if we're going to get accepted. 
and get to go to that. We'll see. But I think that one thing that you, you're doing is you're also experiencing a different part of the country. And I think that is a really cool thing. I, I, I do urge you to try to, if you're going to be there through March, I think you'll really enjoy going up along to like Washington. I don't know if you've ever been to Seattle. No, uh, then I'm going to Seattle. I plan on doing Oregon, like all, yes, all that. Yes, go for it, man. Washington yeah. and and even try another place which people always talk about is Montana. It's expensive, but Montana apparently is really, really beautiful. It's, I mean, it's gorgeous from what I've heard. I, I believe that it's beautiful, but um, yesterday college game day was filmed in Montana. It was six degrees, so I will be avoiding Montana. <laughs> You're funny. That was a very uh, quick attack. That was very fast. Yeah, I, it's, it was six degrees yesterday, and I watched so you know, um, I don't know if you ever watched College Game Day, but you had Lee Corso on there. Lee Corso's talking, and he's just shaking the whole entire time, trying to keep warm. And I was like, "No, I'm good. I'm already yeah. dealing with 10 degrees in in uh, Pennsylvania, so I'm okay." <laughs> but I'll go the warmer. How about that? Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> we did something unique last week, and I think this is one of the coolest things that we that I feel like in this kind of this last episode we did. And it was kind of uh, the idea of throwing you a question because usually we're, I would say we usually, when I say usually, maybe like 50% of the time we're usually pretty planned. And more recently, I think we're just getting better at this because we've been doing this for such a while. Um, first of all, it's weird to think that we're almost at the end of the year again and we have another season rolling out in a couple of weeks. And then we'll be going, January celebrating our third year of the podcast like that's kind of crazy that's awesome uh, it's awesome it's uh it definitely is something to to look back and say wow look three years have come by so now successful businesses successful projects take five years so we're at the three yard three year three yards the three yard. uh so we're we're half more than halfway at that point so we'll be seeing what we're dreaming of and that's at least that's the hopes what is it? Sixty percent of the way there. Six, yes, sixty percent. Yes, you're right. Um, but you did something last week that I really that caught my eye or caught my ears. That it was a great way of doing it. It was very different to how we usually do it. And this is something I wanted to try out today. And the way you presented the episode, the way that you organized it was by asking something that I had absolutely I wasn't even really ready for. I just had to kind of be in the moment and acclimate to it. I wanted to follow this week with that same idea. Okay. And it's a very, very simple question that I want you to think about before you answer, because everyone's response is going to be different when they're listening to this. So this is a three word question that I want you to ask yourself. And the question is, who am I? When you hear that question, I want you to just kind of think about this. And I want you to, I don't know how long it's going to take for you, but however long you can take to kind of build an idea of what you think to this question. What is your response? Who am I? When Adler asks that question to himself, whether it's today, next week, or tomorrow, who am I? How would you answer that if you can? And if not, I can continue going with my notes here. Uh, I, I mean, 
so like when when I think of when when you say who am I, um, I, I think uh, uh, what's his name? I was gonna say C.T. Fletcher, but I don't think it's C.T. Fletcher. Eric Thomas, Eric Thomas, the motivator. He says that the two most powerful words in the English language is I am. I am, and then whatever follows it is what you tie yourself to. Um, so I, um, that's the first thing that comes to mind. And whenever you, you saying I am, it just, to me, it refers to how many different hats you're able to juggle and able to wear at all at once. So I am a son. I am a brother. I am a nurse. I am a motivator. I am an entrepreneur. Uh, I am a, a friend, a, a confidant. You know, I'm so, all these different things, but most importantly, I am a child of God. And right. my on this earth is to um, perform to the best of my ability to honor him and motivate and help rally those around me to live to the best of their physical, human, emotional um, capabilities. So I am a child of God. I love it. There's nothing, there's nothing that can surpass that in itself. And the reason why I asked this question is I actually read a quote by Tony Robbins. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know who Tony Robbins is, Tony Robbins is that guy's, if you want a life and you want a business, uh, that guy, Tony Robbins, it was a bad impression. But the point is, Tony Robbins is a businessman, entrepreneur, life coach, business coach, you name it, author, speaker. And so there he will, this goes back to the whole I am who I am by wearing the hats, all the different hats. But one of them, he, one of the things that he, I, I saw when I was reading from him was this is a quote directly from Tony Robbins himself quality questions create a quality life, successful people ask better questions and as a result they get better answers right now when i think that i was kind of like well, this sounds like you're just talking about asking questions and this specifically when he was talking about this is that in his quote what popped out to me is, is talking about the quality quality right I don't think anybody wants to live an unqualified or a qualityless life. Like nobody wants to go out and say, Hey, I'm a, <clears throat> this is, you know, this is who I am. Companies like Apple, companies like Tesla, companies like Microsoft, um, these companies have reputation. These companies have quality product, right? Quality services that they offer. Yep. Well, this is where my brain started going. Imagine that who am I question in uh, Apple's company. Imagine who am I asked by a Tesla person, right? When I say this, that question who am I gives us or gives others an idea of the quality of who we are as individuals. So the reason why I start off this question, who am I, is because your response isn't going to be the same as mine or anybody else's. Because when I say, who am I? Now, one thing I will say I will, will connect with you on is the fact that, yes, I am a child of God as well. That is the foundation to my life. 
I, I am who I am is what God said. God himself says, I am the Alpha and the Omega. I am the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. He says these things. It's a direct. It's not I am possibly or I can be or I should be. It's I am. It's a very direct statement. Yeah. And the reason why I'm bringing this up today is because your I am has changed over the years, but you're still you. Your I am has shifted, elevated, pivoted a little bit over time, but it still is a remarkable transition to who you are right now, which is kind of what our theme has been the last few weeks is about being the better version of yourself. So the reason why I asked this question is because sometimes we ask questions about to ourselves that may devalue the quality of who we are. Maybe you're afraid, like, you know, you, 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 you do a great job sharing your story about, and I always kind of bring it back to, and I think this is an important one. I think a lot of people, you know, experience this. I'm kind of going this very phase as well, kind of like in transition of like, oh, I'm not very thrilled by my weight gain and I would like to trend down. Yeah. You've experienced that and you're maintaining it. But you said something to yourself, I am going to lose this. And you did. So the, the importance is, is the quality of life, right? And we've asked questions. So my question to you, my next kind of like my follow-up is when you think about your journey, when you think about your life and you think about the question, who am I? Why is it that it seems discouraging to people when they actually ask themselves that question? Why does it seem like people get almost insecure when they say, oh man, because now you're real, now you've kind of, you're putting a, 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 you're putting the bright light on a person when they ask, or when they ask themselves, they're adding the bright light to them or shining a light on their, like their, their, who they are as a person. Why is it that we become, I guess I'm asking a question differently now, but why do we become so insecure? Why do we become so sensitive? like unsure because you you answer very confidently and I, I myself may not answer as confidently or someone else who's listening to this may not answer who am i as confidently as you so how how do you how would you well, why is it that we get insecure why do we get afraid when we actually get to know who we are um, i don't know if you have i i mean like i'm not for other people um but I think that there's been a, a lot of uh, emotional ups and downs that I've gone through. Um, I've experienced insecurities in who I am as a person and how I look. I've experienced insecurities in you know, what I'm capable of and am I able to provide for family. Like I've, been, I've, been, I've encountered so many different insecurities that I kind of stopped letting those insecurities define me because I realized that there's no way I'm ever gonna be perfect. So for me to just focus on my insecurities, that's not gonna help me or anyone else. So what are my strengths? And I focus more on the strengths instead of the insecurities. And I, I find that it actually helps work out a lot better because you know, um, I, I said initially, I, I am a child of God. I think maybe I'd like to revise it. I am a servant of God. And your job as a servant is not to focus on um, what you're capable of doing or, or what your insecurities are. Your job as a servant is to serve people. 
serve the people, give to the people, no matter what you feel, no matter what you think. And your job is to do that on a consistent basis. And so I view myself as like a, a servant um, for the most part in, in life. And I'm okay with that because, you know, some people might make fun of you, fun of me for having a servant mentality, but, you know, how, do, how can I expect for people to serve and help me if I'm not willing to do that myself? And I feel like there's a whole bunch of lip service that goes into um, like who I am. I am this, like people want to like, people have like these delusions of grandeur and they have this idea like, well, I am a king. I am a millionaire. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am, I am like all these wonderful things, which sounds great on paper, but I am not just those things. I'm a servant. I'm a servant that um, is willing to help, to give, to take care of the people that I love, the people I care for. And I think at the root of it, that is my foundation. That's the core of who I am. And because that's my core, I can answer confidently and, and quickly, like, this is who I am. I am a servant. I am a child of God. And that is the only important thing. So there's no job that's too um, humbling for me. There's no, um, I, I have to be able to admit when I'm wrong and have to s swallow humble pie when, you know, I, I'm not right. So I, I think like just for me, um, once you kind of just stop over hyping the insecurities, you kind of find that you're able to hone in your skills, able to figure out who you are and that helps in the long run because that trickles down to the people that you encounter. So once you kind of solve that inner turmoil and put it to rest, put at peace, it's not to say that I'm never insecure because I'm insecure all the time. I, I, I have anxiety about like things that I mess up on, but I don't allow myself to react from a place of insecurity, if that makes sense. No, I, I get that. I try, I've been working really hard on that myself this last couple of years. And I think that one thing that you said, you know, it's about having a certain mindset. There's a lot of people who use I am. So let's, you can use who am I, right? But I am, and they don't necessarily have the same definition as you and I, I would say. So one thing, the reason why, I mean, there's multiple reasons why this question is kind of the topic of today is because I think a lot of people in today's day and age are having an identity crisis. They have a hard time identifying who they are. They don't know who, it's like they seek other people's affirmation constantly. And there's no, there's no depth in anybody's understanding of other people. Nobody wants to get to know who Adler is. I mean, obviously I'm just using this as an example. Or who do, no one wants to know who Finn is. Nobody wants to know who Bob down the street is. Nobody wants to ask the questions. Nobody wants to know or understand. And so I don't know if you can add to this, but in today's day, excuse me, probably in the last like five to 10 years, identity, identity crisis, I got something in my eye. I'm so sorry. Um, Identity crisis has become something that I feel like is more prevalent in today's day and age because we are also so stimulated by uh, social media outlets that really kind of uh, portray the wrong memo. 
And that's why I feel like this is a really important episode because I, I remember I used to be that way. I used to not know who I am. I think the scariest thing is to not know who you are because when you don't know yourself, how are you supposed to exactly know anything about anybody else? How are yeah. you supposed to fulfill your dreams and your goals, your aspirations? How are you supposed to know what those are if you haven't really identified who you are as a person, a human being, uh, a, a body that's on this earth, that's walking, that's talking, maybe, uh, no offense to maybe those who may not have the ability to talk or to, to hear, because sometimes, you know, we are faced with circumstances that we have no control over. But what well, I'm getting at, what's that? No, I was going to say, I think that what you're referring to is like a lot of people, like they try to find different ways to escape their actual reality because they're so insecure and they don't have, like um, what's um, going on in their lives. They try to escape it. And so that's why you have so many people drink so much and go out every Friday and Saturday is because they're trying to run away from their life. And instead of like trying to run away from your life, you should unapologetically live your life in a way that you're proud of it, like consistently. And that that way you can uh, not necessarily have regrets, but you can go a hundred miles an hour, understanding and knowing who you are and being at peace with it. Exactly. Well, okay, so here's my next question. I have another, I have a, and I, just, I don't wanna make this like a questionnaire, like we're just questioning each other, but for somebody who doesn't really know how to answer who am I, what would be like the first, like, what would be something you could do or to say to somebody that would reassure somebody that they can find who they are? And, and I'm asking this question because I was that person. I was that person. I want to be honest. I want to be vulnerable and be straightforward with you. I was that person who didn't really know who I was. How yeah. can I? So for somebody who had to kind of go through which I guess I could share in a second, but like have to go through some tough, really rough patches. How do you, how do you start? How do you tell somebody, hey, because some people don't want to hear it. Some so people don't first thing. tell us, I don't want to really, I mean, I've had people tell me, and this is just truth honest. I'm glad you guys did this podcast, but I don't really want you guys telling me how to do life. That was somebody told me that once. It's like, that's interesting. So in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, you're listening to our podcast, which is great. But what is it about that that they don't want to hear? What, why do people don't want to hear people who have some sort of direction, navigation? Because it took me several years to figure out who I am. And I don't think that we've actually ever really 100% figure out who we are until the end. But what we can do is do the best we can right now in this very moment to understand who we are at the capacity that we know. So there are people who don't want to hear Adler say, hey, go out there and, you know, go figure out who you are or, Hey, Finn, go be the best that you can be. No one wants to hear that all the time. So how do you tell somebody, or how do you share, how do you reassure or re-acknowledge that for somebody who doesn't necessarily have the, the wants to hear it from us, but you do know, well, I guess that could be a different question, but they do want to, but they don't want to at the same time. Yeah. Well, the first step is, um, you, you really got to understand is that a lot of people don't want to put in the work, the work, and not to say that uh, it's like physical labor, but the work is going in front of a mirror, looking at yourself in the mirror and seeing where you are and identifying all your strengths, all your weaknesses, 
and putting it all in the open because a lot of times you can fool your mind into believing that you have no weaknesses, that your strengths are good enough to get you by. And for some people, you can get by, but internally- You think people are afraid of themselves? You think people are afraid of themselves? Of they're, change, growth, they're or? Afraid of themselves and I'm afraid of putting in the work to, to become a different person. Because once you become that different per person and you develop that higher calling, now you have to live out to that expectation. And if you keep standards and your bar so low, then you don't have to worry about reaching a high bar every single time. You could just stay here and you can coast through life. And I think that you have to be able to sit there, look at yourself in the mirror and say, all right, this is my strength, this is my weakness. And not only would go through your strengths and your weaknesses, you pick out your insecurities and weaknesses and you identify which of them are changeable and which of them are not changeable. So like, for example, myself, I'm not the tallest person in the world, but guess what? I can't change that. And because I can't change that, I have to learn how to accept it and be comfortable in my own skin. Now, the other side note is a few years back, I looked at myself and I was 220 pounds and I was a heavy guy wearing a size 40. I didn't like that. And I said, all right, this is changeable. So now I'm going to make sure that every action that I take, it matches and mirrors the person that I mentally see looking back at me in the mirror, not this guy that I'm seeing right now and eye to eye. And I made sure that I did the hard stuff. I had to just accept the fact that, you know, I'm overweight. I had to say it to myself, look myself in the eye and say, I'm overweight. I had to say, that um, I need to eat better, I need to do better. And I had to start actually working towards it. And I remember signing a contract with myself. I said, I'm gonna work out five out of the seven days a week. Every weekend, I'm gonna have a cheat day and I'm just gonna do my absolute best to stay consistent for as long as possible. And doing it for like four or five months um, straight, like on a, a more structured basis, I found so much more success because I already came up with a uh, structure that I could follow and I was being honest with myself. I think that is the hardest thing sometimes is being honest with yourself. You know, it's, it, I think I remember it, people always say it's a struggle to be honest with others, but I think at the end of the day, the hardest thing is being honest with yourself because you, know, you gotta go, you gotta go to bed with yourself. You have to, you know, you, you, you tuck yourself to sleep not necessarily relationship, but the point is you have to, at the end of the day, there's still that individualism that we have to establish. I think one of the things that we've talked about before, right? And I don't know, maybe this is like, a, it just seems like it's a very different avenue. The question, who am I? was a question that I remember my dad asking me one time. I want to ask yourself this. I was probably, I think, like in eighth grade when my dad wrote down on a piece of paper and says, who am I? And I want you to talk about who you are. And I had a hard time writing. That. Um, but when you look back on your journey, your life, your things that you're going through, right? Um, facing the obstacles, the challenges, and the different things that you've, you've, you've been through yourself, it is by far the hardest thing to accept when you have to make the change because the change like i know statistically i was not supposed to be where i am today at least that's what the statistics say but accepting the fact that you have to change 
or accepting the fact that you have to face the fact that, hey, I've struggled with this condition in my life. I have to be willing to embrace it and see how it can pan out. Yeah. So I guess my final thought, final question, final thought about who I am. I know it's kind of weird how it's related to the Tony Robbins uh, quote. But the reason why I asked it was for the sake of, hold on, I just lost my note. That's great. Really good. Okay. So quality questions create a quality life. So how many questions would you have to ask that are considered quality before you really start experiencing quality life and knowing who you are? How many questions, right? And this is just a rhetorical thing. That's just something to think about. And then the next part, Tony Robbins says, successful people ask better questions. And as a result, they get better answers. So would you say that in the thought of that, when you ask more questions that are quality questions, you will have results that are more quality because you know more, you understand more. Like, where, look where you are now. Seriously, use this as an example. When you were at, your, at the most, when you said you were overweight and knowing you, you have, now you're coaching other people, you know, one-to-one when it comes to their physical health, their physical training. Yeah. Was that something you were thinking about when you were 220 pounds and you were trying to figure out Adler first? Like, you see where I'm coming at? You have now developed your own way of taking what you've asked and all the questions you've learned or answers that you've gotten to your questions to help other people answer their questions. Yeah, I mean, and my initial, my initial reason I wanted to do it what had nothing to do with trying to train people or motivate people. It was just more so just like, all right, this is what I need to do and I need to do better about myself because I view myself in a certain light and the mental picture that I had placed in my head of who I was and the person I was looking at in the mirror it didn't add up. And because I didn't add up, I said, all right, I've got to do something different. Like I, I have to, I have to try something different in order to get to a place that I've never been before. I have to try things that I've never done before as well. And you said something in the beginning, who am I? You were talking about it being purposeful, talking about it being a servant. Yeah. So you developed, you developed your purpose. You developed who you are as a person because you realize who you were in that moment remember seasonal who am i it shifts and changes depending on the scenario the environment the people that are around you the circumstances that you're facing the blessings that you have and now you are here today what you thought was just more of a personal growth development you now have developed this mindset of becoming the person you want to be to help other people navigate I'm I'm a servant and I understand this, that I, I have a lot to give and a lot to offer. And I also understand that I still have so many things I have to continue working on. So correct. Yes. I know this is a very quick, this is kind of a quick episode. And the reason why is it's like, who am I is such a basic question. But I was thinking about it the other day when I was reading Tony Robbins thing. And I kind of, I, I've been, I've been reading and I've been kind of in my own mind, just kind of contemplating, like I took a day off to really just relax and, kind of 
do I was going over what we were talking about last week and it was just kind of it made made me think and ponder and, and it kind of provoked my own thinking and I wanted to ask myself this question who am I and I just didn't know how exactly else to like do it besides do it with you here too because you know who am I I'm Stephen Foster Finn Foster Stephen Finn Foster I am an EMT I am a friend I'm a brother I'm a son I'm a boyfriend, I'm a future nurse, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm also someone who beat the odds. There are most kids who are adopted or kids who have, you know, developmental, I guess, beginning lifetime developmental issues where maybe there was something that wasn't meant to be or was meant to be. Okay. But, and the reason why this came up today was because we've been talking about how you can better yourself. I think the question, who am I, <clears throat> really makes you have to think about who you are confronting yourself and makes well, you have this Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just saying, I was just trying to finish. It's just that saying that sometimes you have to confront yourself. And there's also that aspect of just identifying who you are as a person. And we could go down a whole rabbit hole about not worrying really too much about what other people think about you until you've really been worried about yourself. But mm -hmm. I guess that's kind of a, a thought to keep to yourself and think about, well, do I worry about it what other people think? Or do I love myself enough that whatever people say, I can filter it? Let me, but, let me have, you ever, have you ever heard of or read any of David Goggins' books? Do you know who? David. Remind me of who David Goggins is. David Goggins was a guy that was in the um, Air Force, United States Air Force. And then he served for like three, four years, got out, and then went back in um, to join the Marines. In order for him to join the Marines, he, he was 300 pounds. He had to drop down from 300 pounds to like, I think, uh, 200 or 220, something like that. And he dropped all the weight. And in order for him to get to that point where he can drop the weight and he had to get to a level of like, he calls it darkness. And what he did was um, when he was like, okay, when he initially got into the Air Force, he was, you know, 17 years old, messing up in school and not performing well. He ended up starting to shave his head and getting conditioned to keeping his hair just really, really short. And he would look at himself every morning and say, hey, you've got some work to do. And he would call it all his weaknesses, all his strengths. And he's just like, I gotta do it. It's not time for me to sit here and give myself a pat on the back. And then he proceeded to do an immense amount of work in his life just to turn it around. And like this guy is now, um, the only guy to ever try to um, to try out for all three branches of the military. Um, he served with the Air Force, served with the Marines. Um, he um, went after the Guinness World Record for pull-ups. Um, he's an ultra runner. Ultra runners are runners who like they run like hundred miles like um, per race. Like it's ridiculous. But his biggest thing is to sit there in the mirror, and then call out your weaknesses look yourself in the eye and be honest with yourself because being dishonest with yourself it doesn't help serve anybody except just preserve your ego when you realize because like i think that a lot of people fall in love 
with the idea of who they are and the ego of who they are. And instead of like being like, all right, I'm, I did all those wonderful things, but I still have so much more to do, so much more to contribute, so much more work to, to, to complete. And um, you just have to be in a, like a mindset of constantly wanting and desiring to learn, to improve, and to you know, go to that next step, you know? you nail it on the head man that's i think that's that is right there in itself the most important thing to take away from this whole conversation is that you have to find self value self-identity in whatever it is that you're doing i mean there's so many opportunities that we face and i think we waste a lot of time we waste a lot of time and when you waste a lot of time that time that you wasted could very well have been the moments where you had a little bit more of a understanding who you are, a little yeah. bit more understanding who you are then. And it continues on and on and on and on. I truly believe that if you put in enough time and effort each day to know who you are, you will know who you are, understand who you are, and you'll love yourself way more than anything. And you'll be able to answer that question, who am I? Because I think some people aren't going to be able to answer that question. I think I, if you would have asked me five years ago, I wouldn't be able to answer that question. And some people say, well, it was because you're only 18 years old. You know, it doesn't matter about being 18 years old. What it is is that at 18 years old, I wasn't ready to completely understand who I am. And part yeah. of it is, it is where you were. It is part of what you, you know, it is part of that. It is that development. But at the same time, I do think that you have to allow yourself enough room where you don't overwhelm yourself to get to know yourself better. And I think that really in itself, when, like I said, that in, the, in the week, oh, I, I have something to share. In the week, it was a stress, it was a stress, by far, probably one of the most stressful weeks of work. It's that time of year, ER busy, ERs have, um, a lot of flu patients, people that got flu and got a lot of other stuff going on, but it's just overwhelming. And it was yeah. frustrating, just frustrating moments, right? As much as I love my job, I know I love my job. I love what I do. As a servant, I'm serving other people and taking care of people. And the concept of service is what I have been chasing for years. But I had to realize who I am. I am still the same person that has to go home, cook dinner, enjoy the evening with my girlfriend, make time for her, make time for dinner, make time for you know conversation in the evening, talk mm -hmm. about game night, movie night, whatever it is. A quality time. That part in itself, right? When you think about the I am, I had to think about who I am last week. That's part of why this conversation was so like, to me, I really want to have this because who I am and who I thought I was totally different. Who I think I am and who I am. There's the difference is that there's a little bit less confidence when you think you are someone or you think who you are instead of knowing who you are. I am again, goes back to that. Like I, this is this, I am Adler or I am Finn. I am Cassandra. I am this. I am that. This is who I am. Like this, there's, there's confidence. 
But I don't think everybody who's listening to this right now is going to be able to answer that question, honestly. Okay. And it's not to make them feel bad. It's not to make anybody feel like they can't. Well, the, the challenge would be to extend it to figure out who you are and yeah. uh, start living in, like, if you're trying to figure out who you are, then start living a life that supports who it is that you believe you are. Correct. Well, it's very easy, very simple conversation. I think it has a lot of value and a lot of meaning behind it. Didn't want it to be too complex, yep. but I definitely wanted to keep it short today. And hopefully it was a little shorter than normal. Um, I guess as a wrap up, I just think that, you know, I hope you enjoy your Thanksgiving, Adler. I think, uh, you know, I want to say I'm very thankful for you and our friendship. And I'm thankful that I have learned a lot from you over the years. Um, one thing I will say, you constantly keep me accountable for what we're doing here at the Best You Nation, but also for Finn Foster, like for me personally, as, as your friend. And I just want to say thank you to my parents and for, you know, for what they've done. Uh, believing in me and pushing me to be the best person I am and reminding me daily that I can have a good day or a bad day. I'm still me. It doesn't matter what day of the week it is. It doesn't matter how bad or good a day is. You're still yourself. And um, obviously Cassandra, who's been in my life. Now this is our second Thanksgiving together. It's kind of crazy, but it is. It is what it is. It's awesome. Um, Congratulations. Yes. But I, I just want to say, as we close out, if there's anything else you want to add real quick, guys, get coffee. Coffee's been popping. I'm working on more videos. It's really actually really, it takes time to make the coffee videos because it's, I have to stop making the video that I'm stopping. And if I don't like it, I got to do it again. So I've been drink, I've drank like three or four cups of coffee before I've actually made the official video. And I'm like, like super hyperactive, super energetic. And it's like almost too much. Yeah. But buy some coffee people believe me you don't want to miss out um you can follow us on instagram at the best you nation you can follow myself at the finn foster and if there's anything else you want to add to this or anything additional you want to bring forth not i mean the only thing i gotta say is um for in the spirit of thanksgiving we thank you guys just for tuning in um every single weekend and giving us your um, unending undying support and without you guys we wouldn't be able to do what we do so we will appreciate you and we value each and every single one of you. Um, and most importantly, uh, we will do our best to continue to improve ourselves and the podcast in order to give a, um, a, give a better effort and for us to all continue improving. That's right. Yep. Um, follow me on 24 hours in a day on Instagram, also on TikTok. And uh, we're on YouTube as well. So um, we appreciate you. We love you. Happy Thanksgiving to every single one of you guys. Have fun, stay safe, and have a blessed, blessed weekend. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Finn. And this is Adler. And welcome back to a brand new episode of The Best You Nation. Where we're here focused on managing your drive so that way you can optimize the 24 hours that you have in a day and live elevated. Make sure to follow us and subscribe to our podcast on all of your favorite platforms.